Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about sorting and labeling. Joseph is overseeing the development of a multi-billion dollar piece of hardware. As project manager, he's responsible for keeping this seven-year enterprise on schedule and on budget. Every week, he delivers a status report to the division executives, and he's driving them crazy. Joseph has a deep knowledge of the hardware and understands how all the different elements interconnect, but he's stumbling badly with the executives because he's not making those connections clear to them. So I taught him the tool I call sorting and labeling. In my 17 years of coaching, this tool is the one my clients most often tell me is transformational. To begin your understanding of it, I want to give you an idea of what you sound like when you don't use it. Years ago, Elizabeth Newton created an experiment while earning her Ph.D. at Stanford. People in her study were either tappers or listeners. Tappers were given a list of 25 well-known songs and asked to tap out the rhythm of one song for the listener. Tappers reported that they could clearly hear the song, complete with lyrics and musical accompaniment, as they were tapping away. When asked how well they thought the listeners would do figuring out the song, Tappers felt they were setting a pretty low bar by guessing 50%. After all, the song was clear as a bell to them. But it turned out that listeners were able to discern the song only 3% of the time. 3%! If you've ever played this game as a listener, you know that 3% is actually quite an achievement. To listeners, the taps are just disconnected dots of sound. What's important about this story is the gap between what the tappers think is easy to discern and what the listeners actually experience. In those weekly meetings, Joseph is a tapper. All his data points are clear as a bell to him, but to the executives, they're disconnected dots of data. Now, I'm sure that when you speak, your data is obvious and understandable to you, but it isn't automatically that way to your listeners. It's your responsibility to sort and label your information so they can understand and organize it. In order to sort and label your material successfully, you need to do four things. I'm going to list them for you and then explain how they get applied. Here's the list. 1. Create a headline of no more than six words. 2. Sort your ideas into a specific number of folders. 3. Label each folder. Number four, transition from folder to folder with clarity. Here's how to apply the steps. Joseph showed me a complex slide that illustrated the correlation among the release of funding, meetings with major vendors, and the development of software. If Joseph wanted the executives to understand that slide, he needed to sort and label his material. So step one, Create a headline of no more than six words. I asked Joseph to do just that. Give his complex model a headline of less than six words. It's not an easy task to reduce a complex idea to six words or less. I asked him to think of the headline simply as a high-level indicator, a mere point on a large map. After some consideration, he decided to call it Software Development and Funding. That's a great high-level headline. Next, Step 2, Sort Ideas into a specific number of folders. Joseph had to decide how many ideas he wanted to discuss. 
This is the sorting part of the exercise. The goal in this step is to arrive at a number. How many folders are there? He decided that the topic of meeting with the vendors didn't actually need its own folder. Good sorting. So he only had two ideas to introduce, which is to say he only had two folders. Step 3. Label each folder. I asked Joseph to label the two folders he'd created and told him that labels need to be even shorter than headlines, one, two, or three words max. This went quickly. He named one folder funding, the other software development. Then we began to discuss how many points were inside each folder. I often stopped and asked, are we still in the folder called funding? And he'd say no, he had jumped to the software development folder without telling me. Jumping between folders is fairly typical. The problem is, you know you've done it, but your listeners don't. If you fail to tell me which folder you're in, all your sorting and labeling work is for nothing because I'm trying to put the information I'm hearing into the wrong folder. So, step four, transition from folder to folder with clarity. Clear, simple transition statements serve the purpose of closing one folder in your listener's mind and opening another. They tell me, your listener, where you are in your material so I can keep your information organized in my head. Transition statements aren't long. They can sound like this. That's everything about funding. Now I want to talk about software development. One folder closes, another opens. Simple as that. So those are the four steps of sorting and labeling. One, create a headline, no more than six words. Two, sort your ideas into a specific number of folders. Three, label each folder, one, two, or three words max. Four, transition from folder to folder with clarity. Now, in addition to those four steps, here are three elegant refinements of this tool. First, you can sort and label at every level of your information. When I deliver one of my keynote speeches, it's all sorted and labeled. The whole 90-minute piece is sorted into three big sections, and each of those sections is sorted into folders of their own. And often those folders have subfolders. As long as I'm clear about how many subfolders are within each folder, and as long as I use good transition statements, it's easy to lead people through multiple levels of folders. For the next minute, I'd like to demonstrate what it sounds like when you sort and label at every level. Ready? One major issue I coach on these days is something I call managing relationships. I see that people need help managing their relationships with three different groups, managing relationships with their direct reports, their peers, and their managers. Of those three, I'd like to talk about the first one, managing relationships with direct reports. When people are managing their direct reports, I find they often need help developing three specific skills. One, holding people accountable. Two, giving feedback and three, what I call talking at the right altitude. So let's talk about those three skills in order. First, holding people accountable. Now this is a very simple four-step model. Okay, time out. I did that pretty quickly, and you had no visual aids to help you, but I'm guessing you could follow me. I'm going to deconstruct what you heard, so you can really understand this refinement of sorting and labeling at every level. First, there was a headline called Managing Relationships. Then there were three folders indicating different relationships, direct reports, peers, and bosses. Then I opened the folder called Managing Direct Reports, 
Within that folder, I told you that people most often need help with three skills, and I gave each one a label. Then I opened the first of those three folders, holding people accountable, and inside that folder was a four-step model, and then I stopped. What I hope you'll take away from this is that sorting and labeling can be used at every level. It can be used at the highest level, like the table of contents of a book, and it can also be used at the micro level, for example, individual bullet points on a slide. What I've found, and what people tell me who use sorting and labeling, is that it's incredibly helpful for staying on track and knowing where you are in your material. And, of course, it helps your listeners, too. Okay, remember I said there were three refinements? That was the first one, sort and label at every level. Here's the second refinement. By the way, good transition statement, huh? In the demonstration of sorting and labeling that you just heard, did you notice I used phrases like, what I call? For example, the very first sentence I said was this, one major issue I coach on these days is something I call managing relationships. Inserting the words, something I call, before the words, managing relationships, sets those words up as a headline. Listen one more time. One major issue I coach on these days is something I call managing relationships. Don't be shy about using phrases like, this is what I call, or we refer to this as. Those phrases get us to hear your words as a headline or a label. Your words suddenly become important and memorable, and the more you repeat the words you want people to remember, the more important and memorable they become. That's refinement two. Use phrases that draw attention to labels. The third refinement is about using numbers. Sorting and labeling lends itself to the use of numbers, and this is where the tool becomes particularly elegant. Here's one way I used numbers in that demonstration. When people are managing their direct reports, I find they often need help developing three specific skills. Now, I'm going to guess that when you heard me use that number, you created three little buckets in your head, and you were ready to receive my information. Using a number helped make my information more understandable. That's one benefit that comes with the use of numbers. Another is that when I tell you there are three skills, it makes me sound expert. How else would I know there are three skills? I have to be an expert, right? There's actually quite a bit of research about how using numbers can boost your credibility. So using numbers makes you sound credible and makes your information more understandable. That's a big gain from a little technique. Before I wrap up this podcast, I want to offer you something. I believe strongly that sorting and labeling can change the way people experience you as a communicator. I really want you to be able to successfully incorporate this tool into your everyday style at work. I'd like to send you the illustration that depicts sorting and labeling. I think it'll help you adopt the tool more easily. On every page of our website, EssentialCom.com, is a button marked Contact Us. Hit the button, pop us an email, and ask for the sorting and labeling illustration. It would be my pleasure to send it to you. And by the way, our website is essentialcom2ms.com. Okay, here's the wrap-up. The four steps of sorting and labeling. 1. Create a headline, no more than six words. 2. Sort your ideas into a specific number of folders. 3. Label each folder. 4. Transition from folder to folder with clarity. There are three refinements. A. Sort and label at every level of your information. 
put folders within folders, and use labels and transition statements. B. Draw attention to your labels with phrases like, we call this. C. Use numbers. Tell us how many folders we should get ready to receive. Here's the final beautiful thing about sorting and labeling. You can use it all the time. Use it in every slide in every deck you present from now on. Use it in your emails and your voicemails, when answering essay questions, when reporting at a staff meeting. Anytime people need to understand complex concepts, use sorting and labeling. When wouldn't you use it? Well, you wouldn't use it when telling a story. Remember the story about tappers and listeners? There was no sorting there. Of our more than 40 podcasts, many contain communication tools to help you sound executive or stay on track. You can find all the Look and Sound of Leadership podcasts on iTunes or at our website, EssentialCom.com. That's EssentialCom with two M's dot com. Click on the button marked Tips and Tools, then select Executive Coaching Tips. Until next time, I'm Tom Henschel. Thanks so much for listening.